Welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. I'm Alana. And I'm Luke. We're excited to be reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. So far, we've been reading from the beginning of the Bible and making our way chronologically, or in order of how it happened through the Bible. But as we are inching closer to Easter and the Easter season, we wanted to jump ahead in the story and read about Jesus. So we're going to be bouncing around the Gospels as we build up to the story of the crucifixion and the resurrection. On today's episode, we read about some of the first few parables that Jesus uses to teach, and we also read about him walking on water. All that and more today on 66 in 365. Matthew chapter 13. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, while the whole crowd stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, Consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it didn't have much soil, and it grew up quickly since the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it. Still, other seed fell on good ground and produced fruit, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times what was sown. Let anyone who has ears listen. Then the disciples came up and asked him, Why are you speaking to them in parables? He answered, Because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them. For whoever has, more will be given to him, and he will have more than enough. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. That is why I speak to them in parables. Because looking, they do not see, and hearing, they do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, You will listen and listen, but never understand. You will look and look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes are shut. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and turn back, and I would heal them. Blessed are your eyes, because they do see, and your ears, because they do hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see the things you see, but didn't see them, to hear the things you hear, but didn't hear them. So listen to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. And the one sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, but he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But the one sown on good ground, this is the one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times what was sown. He presented another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while people were sleeping, his enemy came, sowed weeds among the wheat, and left. When the plants sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also appeared. The landowner's servants came to him and said, Master, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Then where did the weeds come from? 
an enemy did this, he told them. So do you want us to go and pull them up? The servants asked him. No, he said. When you pull up the weeds, you might also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I'll tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and tie them in bundles to burn them, but collect the wheat in my barn. He presented another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It's the smallest of all the seeds, but when grown, it's taller than the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the sky come and nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus told the crowds all these things in parables, and he didn't tell them anything without a parable, so that what was spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. I will open my mouth in parables. I will declare things kept secret from the fountain of the world. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. And he replied, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed, these are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sow them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Therefore, just as the weeds are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather his kingdom, all who cause sin and those guilty of lawlessness, and they will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the Father's kingdom. Let anyone who has ears listen. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. When he found one priceless pearl, he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a large net thrown into the sea. It collected every kind of fish, and when it was full, they dragged it ashore, sat down, and gathered the good fish into containers, but threw out the worthless ones. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out, separate the evil people from the righteous, and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood these things? And they answered him, Yeah. Therefore, he said to them, Every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom treasures new and old. When Jesus had finished these parables, he left there. He went to his hometown and began to teach them in their synagogue, so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't this the mother called Mary and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters, aren't, aren't they all here with us? So where does he get all these things? And they were offended by him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his household. And he did not do any miracles there because of their unbelief. Matthew chapter 14. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard about a report about Jesus. And this is John the Baptist, he told his servants. He's been raised from the dead and this, and that's why miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod had arrested John, chained him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. Since John had been telling him, it's not lawful for you to have her. 
Though Herod wanted to kill John, he feared the crowd since they regarded John as a prophet. And when Herod's birthday celebration came, Herodias' daughter danced before them and pleased Herod. So he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she answered, Give me John the Baptist's head on a platter. Although the king regretted it, he commanded that it be granted because of his oaths and his guests. So he sent orders and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, who carried it to her mother. Then his disciples came, removed the body, buried it, and went and reported to Jesus. When Jesus heard about it, he withdrew from there by boat to a remote place to be alone. When the crowds heard this, they followed him on foot from the towns. When they went ashore, he saw a large crowd and had compassion on them and healed their sick. When evening came, the disciples approached him and said, This place is deserted and it's already late. Send the crowds away so they can go into the villages and buy food for themselves. They don't need to go away, Jesus told them. You give them something to eat. But we only have five loaves and two fish here, they said to him. Bring them to me, he said. Then he commanded the crowds to sit down on the grass. He took five loaves and two fish and looked up to heaven. He blessed them. He broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. Everyone ate and was satisfied. They picked up twelve basketfuls of leftover pieces. Now, those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. And immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After dismissing the crowds, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Well into the night, he was there, alone. Meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from land, battered by the waves because the wind was against them. Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea very early in the morning. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them, Have courage! It's I! Don't be afraid! Lord, if it's you, Peter answered him, command me to come out to you on the water. He said, Come! He climbed out of the boat. Peter started walking on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me! And immediately Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him, and said to him, You have little faith. Why did you doubt? When he got, they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him and said, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to the shore of Gennesaret. When the men of that place recognized him, they alerted the whole vicinity and brought to him all who were sick. And they begged him that they might only touch the end of his robe. And as many as touched were healed. And now it's time for... The question of the day. Our question for you and your family to discuss today is, what kind of soil are you? And you can tell by the fruit of your life. Talk about it and see what you come up with today. Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week, and if you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practiced, we'll add it to next week's shows. Send it to 66 in 365 at gmail.com. And this week's memory verse is 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen people, 
a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. <laughs>